what up, what up, what up, what up, people? We back. Uh, D Nels is Dan. We back in the building. We took a little hiatus, had some things going on, but we back. Nels, what's good, my brother? I'm good. I'm good. It feels good to be back, man. A lot of shit going on in the world, so you know we got to speak about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole lot of stuff going on. Whole lot of silliness and foolishness and a little bit of everything going on in sports and entertainment. So we're going to jump right into it. Before we, before we get too deep, I say we took the hiatus. I had some issues going on, some personal issues in my life. Uh, but I'm back. I had that COVID. And I had that COVID like real super bad. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Not my worst enemy. Not nobody. That COVID is was something. It was something horrible. So like, man, people just get vaccinated. That's what be careful. Yeah, oh. get vaccinated. I kept putting mine off. Kept putting it off. Saying I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Gonna do it. And never did it. And I got caught up and had that shit. And I was laid up. So. Uh, we're glad you're back, man. At the end of the day, you vaccinated, so everything good now. At the end, you know, and and uh, I know we were talking about me and actually me and you were talking about this on one of our other shows when we were talking about the vaccination. And you did say you were going to go get it. You wasn't against it. You just wanted to wait and to see how many people you know get it and shit like that. And it's very respectable, you know. And a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people are thinking the same thing. They just want to wait. But I've had the shit. I've had the shit. I think I've had it for. Five months, I'm gonna say five months, and I'm not. I, I wouldn't say that because I got it and I'm good. That means that you gonna get it and you be good. But what I will say is that everybody I know, and that's not the whole entire world. So I'm not saying because the couple of people I know that got it equates for the world. But in my circle, everyone I've got that's gotten it is okay. Like it's just fine. It's, you get that first, and I'm not sure if it, you got that thing when it happened to you when you got it, and that day after you felt like shit. But then after that, it was that was it. It was just that was the end. Uh, but that's what happened to me. So I'm not pushing the vaccine on anybody. If you want to get it, cool. If you don't want to get it, cool. Don't matter to me. But just like I, me when me and Dan was talking about it before, the reason I get it is because you know you travel around being around kids and you're being around older folks and you just want to make sure you're doing it for their sake even if you're healthy you want to do it for their sake yeah that thing is I thing is bad business man and people getting vaccinated some people don't want to some people don't believe in it I just say look if it's a better option to get it yeah there's very few people who are severely suffering if they have vaccinations. Some people are down. Look at me wrong. It's not a hundred percent. Some people are kind of suffering. Even if they have it, they get COVID and they be real bad. They'd be in the hospital and stuff. But the ratio of having it and not having to go to the hospital and be super sick to the ratio of not having it and you being laid up someplace is completely different. So yeah, not pushing get- it, not telling nobody to get it, but, uh, it's a better option. I still can't get mine, so I'm still not vaccinated. Because I had it, I got to wait 90 days. Damn, 90 days? What kind of shit is that? Yeah, when you get when you hospitalized, you got to wait 90 days from the last time you um, test negative before you can get it. So my day is coming up. I already scheduled my appointment. My day is November 19th. So, so But it, it's good. You know what? It's good. Because I had COVID, I had COVID last year, but you know, I had it and I, you know, I wasn't so bad. But 
even though I didn't have it bad, I was just like, fuck, I, I, I travel, I, I see my mom, you know, I see, I see other people. I just want to have it just, I don't want to, I want to make sure that I'm doing it for my safety and the safety of others. Um, but the fact that you had it and was hospitalized, you're speaking from true, not no motherfucker that was like, oh, I was sick and I had a runny nose and I did too, nah. I coughed. <laughs> nah, buddy. Experience, and you're saying because of true experience, that's the reason you would recommend. Not saying that's what you got to fucking do, but would prefer. <laughs> would get it, and then you're talking because of your experience on when you had it. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't even like like the way the way I move is even, even though I wasn't moving crazy before, but even the way I move now is different. Like if I'm someplace and I feel like it, like all right, now it's getting a little crowded in here now, or like it's way too many people standing around me without mask on, or way too many people around me. Like I'm out. Like I'm good. Like I'm out of here. Like I don't want no parts of that shit ever again. Like I don't even that, want the symptoms. I don't even want the. I don't want no part of that shit ever again in life. Can you explain to the people exactly your symptoms when you were in when in the hospital? Because you know how you know everybody talking about oh. When, but then my friend from motherfucking Tobago, when they had it, they lost the ball. And then, and then all, <laughs> everybody got all these in signs on when they get it, but ain't nobody really like, you don't get a lot of people that are speaking from, I've been in the fucking ho- I was at the hospital, motherfucker. I wasn't in the, I wasn't in my bedroom. I was in the hospital. So can you just like for a small, you know, I ain't got to go and elaborate on everything, but at least give people that are just like on the edge of getting the vaccine on why you, you think it's a good idea. And, this, and the reason, cause, cause you was in the hospital in your experience. Yeah. So I say this, like it started out, had a little, it's one of we, I felt like I was catching a cold or catching the flu. So I was like, oh man, let me get some Tylenol. Let me get some of this. And then the next three days I was like, oh nah, this is something else. And I was like, oh shit, I got COVID. I was like, oh, hell. So then I went to the hospital. They sent me, gave me a bunch of, a whole like slew of medication and was like, hey, go home, just take all of this and you should be straight. And like the next day I went home, the very next day I was like, oh, nah, this is not, I can't, like, I can't do this. <coughs> like I went, I walked up the step, I came down the steps. I went to my bedroom, came down the steps and I was completely out of breath. Like I just got finished playing a full court basketball game. I was like, oh yeah, nah. I like, I need to go to the hospital and tell them I'm not going home. Like, I don't know what y'all gonna do with me in this emergency room, but I'm not leaving this place. And I'm then, holding y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some John Q shit. I was like, yeah, I'm not leaving. So when I got there and like they, my heart was um, my heart was racing. Had a temperature. They were just like when they saw me and they saw I couldn't breathe. They just started making phone calls and like people just started coming out of nowhere and taking me to the back, taking me to the room. And then over the next um, over the next 11 days, you just feel you feel terrible. You get feelings of hopelessness and your body is just in complete fight mode. Shit. So like the whole time I could feel myself, my body just like struggling to fight and I couldn't breathe. So they ended up having to put me on oxygen and I was just like struggling to breathe, just trying to just, my body was just struggling. And they just kept saying like, look, you got to do that. You got to eat. You got to do this. And the whole time when you're going through that, you don't want to do anything because your body is already working so hard. You yeah. like physically doing stuff. You just like, yeah, nah. And I think that's probably unfortunately why, um, 
a lot of people pass away from it because they just get they get discouraged and they just be like, yeah. man, look, I just can't, I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. But you gotta like, it, and it's tough cause you're in there by yourself. You can't have visitors. So all you're doing is on the phone or FaceTime or text, but that's not the same thing as somebody coming in and sitting with you or sitting over you. Yeah. So I think that's the way a lot of people end up going down. Like I felt myself going down. But I just kept saying, like, yo, I got to get home. Like, I got to get home to my kids. I got to get home to my family. That's the only thing that kept going in my head. Like, like I got to get home. I can't stay here. I can't. This can't be the end. I got to no. get home. Yeah. So that's, like, well, the we- biggest thing, man. And I know I was going in and out. I was losing days. Like, I didn't know. Like, I asked the people. I was like, hey, what time is it? Oh, there was a clock. But, you know, it's the old school analog clock on the wall. And I was like, yo, what? I was like, it's nine o'clock. I was like, is it nine o'clock AM, PM? Like, what is today? And they was just like, oh, they was like, yeah, that happens to people. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, so this is normal? And they was like, yeah, that's normal. You just you lose days. It's like it's like what really happened is at some point you passed out probably for like an hour and you just you just don't know what's going on. I was like, oh this right here is rough. <laughs> Man, that is terrible. That <clears throat> I'm glad you made it through. I mean, obviously, you know, I remember when you was going through it. I, I was going to go come through, but I never remember you saying, you can't even fucking get up here to even fucking come to see me. And I was like, shit, that shit can't be. That's fucking terrible because, like you said, you know, a lot. I remember when this stuff was going on at, uh, like, last year when it was heavy. And they were saying that, you know, you couldn't even, people weren't even able to see their family members to wish them, like, to say goodbye to them. And, they can only FaceTime or the nurses would be the last person that they would see. Yeah. And, and you're heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking. It's horrible, man. And that's what the lady told me. The lady was like, the, and I had, I had like out of the, I say the eight, eight to 10 nurses that were like working the floor I was on or was doing whatever they was doing. I had like three real good ones. And the lady, she, I guess she went on her, her off days and when she came back, she's like, what you still doing here? She's like, I thought we said you was going to be out of here. I was like, yeah. She's like, nah. She's like, you leaving before I go on my next off days. She's like, we getting you out of here. And she was just like really on me, helping me and talking to me like, nah. <laughs> like almost one of those like um, when you hear those stories of people having angels around them and stuff, it was almost like she was just like somebody, an angel that was like, yeah, nah, you ain't, this is not the end for you. We going to figure out a way for you to get up out of here. Cause this is not going to be where your, where your story ends. Yeah. That's amazing, man. I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited for you to be out of there. We back, we back on it. We back on doing the show. Yeah. Home now. The 19th, you get vaccinated. So at the end of the day, you know, this is we, all you could do is be blessed and be happy, you know, cause a lot of people don't get a chance to have this side of the story. So I'm happy for you and I'm happy we back at it about to go uh get into this current events and shit. Yeah, man. Jump right into the vaccination action with uh with Aaron Rodgers and uh Kyrie, our Brooklyn boy. Which I don't yeah. understand this dude. This dude Kyrie's already a little off. Like when he was when he was on the whole the world is flat foolishness, I was like, Yeah, I can't I can't listen to him any on about anything outside of basketball right now. He's, just, he's on some other shit, so I'm just gonna let him rant and rave. Got to treat him like Dennis Rodman. Just let him talk and do what he do. Let him show up for the games and ball out. Very good basketball player. Not a bright person. 
just is what it is. Great basketball, very, very talented basketball player, not a bright person. And I, and nobody can tell me different. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> nobody can tell me different. You know how those people, because somebody got a lot of money and all of a sudden they bright now, nah, motherfucker, they are just very talented at whatever the fuck they do. That is just all it is. Doesn't make them a bright person. You could be a dumbass basketball or football player. It ain't shit to dribble a ball. You ain't need you don't need to know math. At the end of the day, you don't need to, don't need to know how, you barely need to know how to speak. Yeah, the end, to dribble a ball, you can be the dope. Nobody will ever know. As long as you don't, if you fucking good and you don't ever have to do no fucking interviews, nobody will ever know you a dumb fuck. Until you start saying that the world is flat and then all of a sudden everybody knows. But uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing kind of caught me off guard. I, I, you know, again, another person, very, very talented. This was saying some really dumbass shit. He had an interview with Joe Rogan. Oh, no, excuse me, excuse me, I apologize. Pat McAfee. Uh, and he did the interview talking about, he, he was the one that got caught up in the whole, uh, <laughs> they asked him if he was vaccinated. He was like, yeah, I'm immunized. They motherfucker hit you with the, you know, the whole different, whole different, I asked you something, and he said something so totally different. It's, it's said, a totally different situation too. So I don't know how he even said that shit. You know, like, nobody even caught on to it until the motherfucker got COVID. Yeah. Everybody had to go back and watch the old video. And, and being immune, immunized is is when they give you those, like, uh, like, I don't know, they give you, like, either you get IV or they give you these shots in your stomach. And essentially, like, they're giving you something that's supposed to supposed to be in your body. So when you get COVID, it goes, hey, that's COVID. Let's go get it. So it's not even like so <laughs> the the thing he got, like tons of people got it, but it was never one of those things where it was like, yo, this is really what you need. It was one of those like, hey, you don't want to get vaccinated, get this. It was like a little a little side option and this dude went and got it and been playing and kicking it. But the only I think the biggest difference is that the NFL doesn't have any mandates and the NBA does. Yeah. So they playing out I guess the NFL is like Motherfucker, we playing outside or we playing some big ass dome. It ain't like, yeah, it ain't like it's just not like an arena. Like an arena is like all together or whatever like that. I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing that I don't like is, motherfucker, you knew you like nothing, and you over here, we in a huddle, you all talking in my face, all that other shit. <laughs> other players is tackling you, you congratulating them when you tackle you, and you you that's that was the kind of shit that kind of bothered me. And the the crazy thing is. When you listen to people, you really find out how dumb they are because I think people don't really be listening to shit that they say. Because I was listening to some of the interview, and then I had to turn it off. I'm like, this guy's, this guy's an idiot. Like, I, first he was like, he kept saying I got immunized, and that's cool. Again, I'm not pushing the fucking vaccine on anybody. At the end of the day, it's your shit. I don't give a fuck if you ain't none of nobody affects me if you get immunized, if you get vaccinated or not. Don't fucking affect me at all because I don't be around a lot of people. So it's cool for you. Um, I, I I just stay around to my family, my close friends, and shit like that. But he was saying I'm immunized. Cool, that's what you want to do. But then he was like, I'm a self thinker, right? There ain't nothing wrong with being a self thinker. <laughs> so when that you in the next sentence that I listened, I take the same shit as. Joe, uh, I got some uh, advice from Joe Rogan. I don't know how self-thinkers think you're a self-thinker if you go and listen to somebody else and because they said some shit, you're like, I'm going to fucking do it and that's, and then you just take that advice. You're not a self-thinker. 
Yeah. You really are listening to somebody else's advice. Yep. Just because you the advice that a vaccination doesn't make sense, right? If it doesn't make sense to you, cool. But don't say you're a self-thinker and then say that you take the advice from somebody else because you, you just believe in what they're saying. No, you're not a self-thinker. You're just, you're just going with whatever the flow is. I don't believe in this. I believe in that. I fucks with him. I don't fuck with y'all. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. That's what you're saying. That's yeah. it. That's all. You don't. You're not smarter. You're not wiser. You're not. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm cool. I'm doing with the cool kids. No, motherfucker. You just don't fuck. I don't fuck with the vaccine. Fine. But I fuck with whatever. I fuck with orange juice and vitamins and vitamin D. I don't want to do the vaccination because I don't believe in that. But I believe in vitamin D, vitamin E. I want that shit to save me from from COVID, even though I got COVID. So, <laughs> kind of shit doesn't make any sense to me. Nah. Then you know, I, 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 another thing about the Kyrie Irving thing that had me going crazy, and I don't know if you remember this, but did you see on the news that there were people that went down to the stadium to try to bust into Barclay? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. About Kyrie. They were talking about free Kyrie Irving like the nigga was in jail. What is nigga sitting at home watching your dumb asses go get arrested for him? Yo, that was just, people that, don't that make is sense. the dumbest thing ever when people do stuff like that. Like even for the for the supporters and the the anti person people, like y'all are really putting all your time and effort <laughs> to come out with signs and all it is about somebody and something that is not causing you any type of issues or any money. Like it has nothing to do with anything you have going on in your life other than it's on your TV screen. Like, well, why are you down there marching and protesting talking about Kyrie needs to take the vaccine? How dare he try to play basketball without the vaccine? What does it it matter to you? What do you care? Oh, he shouldn't have to take it. Oh, he should take it. Who gives a fuck? There's a fucking guy that dribbles the ball. Who gives a fuck? Why do you care? Take your ass to work and mind your business. Joe, <laughs> it drives me fucking crazy when I see how dumb people are. Like, I be sitting around like, yo, really? This is what people do? So people complain about not having money, but you're going to risk your freedom for a motherfucker that's sitting at home in his mansion probably eating fucking oodles and noodles? Chilling. I don't understand people. And the wild thing is the team is paying them. What are they, they paying them for away games, right? They're paying him before I get away game, Jess. Yeah, so he's still he's still getting a check. He's still doing whatever the hell he want to do because now he got free time to um whether it be spend time with his family, go look into a fight for some cause he wants. He has free time to do stuff now. Uh, yeah, but what what is this free him shit? The motherfucker is about as free as it gets. That's what freedom means. He gets to choose to do what he wants. He gets to choose to say, I'm not taking no fucking vaccine. Y'all can suck my dick. He gets to say that. That's freedom. That's what it's called. I don't understand where people... <laughs> don't people be that. getting the foolishness from, like... It's just ridiculous. Like, people really just be all into something for no reason. Now, you Nothing. think the separation between the way um, they're treating them, do you think that has... It's a, it's a lot of race playing into it? Uh... No, I, actually, I don't. And, and this is coming from a black guy, and I don't think it's any kind of... I just think... That, so I, I've been saying this a million times. You know, I, I've had this, this discussion uh, over and over again, and I think it's a job. He works for an organization. If people look at it like this, Kyrie Irving is an employee at, a, at an office, right? So am I. Like, I work at a, I work at a company. 
I want to go into work at fucking five every day and leave at six. But you know why I can't? Because there's rules. Unfortunately, there's rules. I agreed. They said, hey, you have to come in at this time. This company he works for, which is the Nets organization, happened to say, you have to be vaccinated. Or, matter of fact, the Nets NBA said in New York City, there's a mandate. There's a rule. That's a rule. That's what it is. That's all it is. Yeah, it's he, a rule. Company, yeah. So he said, fuck your rules. I'll sit at home. No problem. Employee says, fuck your rules. Sit at home. Company said, you can't play. And, you know, you just can't play. That's, that's, there's no nothing. I don't think there's anything else to do. If it was fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, who else? That, uh, if it was anybody, I think if it was anybody on any team, I don't give a fuck if it was LeBron. If he was, if he lived, if he lived in Brooklyn and fucking played for the Nets, and he was like, "Fuck your vaccine," and he said, and they said, "This is a mandate; you cannot play without this vaccine." It just, that would be what it is. I don't, and it's not like this is a player that everybody doesn't know. Everybody knows Kyrie, so that's why it's a big deal. But it's a motherfucker that dribbles a ball for an organization that said you can't do this, and that, that that's how I look at it. Okay. You, you, I mean, other people might see it a different way, but I just look at it. And, this is a rule. That's just, that's all I see. That's all it is to it. It's a rule that they put out, that they set up, and you just got to abide by the rule. (laughs) That's all you got to do is just follow the rule. You follow the rule, we can make some things happen. If you don't follow the rule, you got to go sit your ass down. So, like, a lot of people are saying, it's racial, it's racial, racial. I don't think it's racial. I think, one, there's two different leagues you're dealing with. One is mandated, one it's not. Two, you got a player, you have two players, you have one player who says, hey, I did something, it just wasn't what everybody else is doing. And you got another player who's like, I mean, I ain't doing nothing. Or if I'm doing something, I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's all I think it is. Like, all it is, oh, it's racial, and if he was a if he was a black man, if Kyrie was white, they wouldn't be saying, they, they would still say something. They'd be like, yo, you cannot play because these Wait. are the rules. <laughs> so that's the huge okay. difference. Yes, there's a rule in the NBA. There's no rule in the NFL. I, that, that's just, you know what this is? We're, I feel like me and you have this conversation all the time because this is the same shit as the young lady that was in the Olympics. You, the rule is, yo, the weed, it has nothing to do with anything else. Do I think she should be able to smoke weed? Fuck yes, of course. Weed is just a regular ass, not even just from the earth. It's all that kind of shit. I'm for that all day, every day. But it's a fucking rule. It's a rule. It's R U L E. It is a job rule. That's what it is. Sorry, you just can't do it. People just think because oh fuck that that shit is racial. I'm I'm black and they. It's a rule, yo. It's a rule. You don't fucking go to your job at any time and, and do whatever the fuck you want. You know why? Because there's rules. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, green. It doesn't matter. It's a rule. So that's what it is. So. People can say whatever they feel about me and you, you know, agreeing with all this other shit. I don't even agree with Aaron Rodgers didn't play this week, and it's because the rule is you got fucking COVID, you can't play. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what the rule The rule is you can't play if you have it. If you have symptoms, if you've been around somebody, all that stuff, you can't you can't play. So nobody's saying, like, now, if they were like, oh, he he got it. But um, we won't go ahead and let him play this week. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> There's some racist That's, shit. <laughs> not some racist shit. Bro. But but there's rules, yo. There's rules. 
If you don't feel shit is racial, try to show up at your job at any point in time, whenever the fuck you want. Do it. Go ahead. There's a rule. Somebody's going to be on your ass unless you're the CEO of your own company. You know, if you're the CEO of your own company, there is no rules. Do whatever the fuck you want. But the rule, the rule in the fucking business world is you lose money whenever the fuck you try to do whatever the fuck you want. You know, you got to stick to your plan. It's the same thing if you go into your, if you try to show up to work tomorrow at any point in time and you just be like, fuck it, I'm just going to come in when I want to. You know, this is what I does. It, it's the rule. You're going to, something's going to happen, right? So that's what it is. He, Kyrie said, fuck your rules. Uh, even Aaron was like, fuck y'all rules. I'm not getting vaccinated, which is fine in the NFL. And he had COVID. He had to sit out this week. If he, if he passed protocol, he'll be playing this week. It's just what it is. So I don't think it's racial. Yeah. Somebody really would have to convince me on how. Yeah, they would have uh, show me, me. Hey, that it's racial if if that was his, not. And I, I'm literally just saying what the rules are and what the rules aren't. That's it. Yeah, they would have to fully explain to me how it like what makes it what makes it racist. Like what what what's going on? What happened to make it racist? Because right now yeah. all you all you're saying is oh because. They not blasting him in the media. He never lied. He never told anybody, hey, you know what? I'm vaccinated. He never said anything. He said, hey, I'm immunized, and that's what I'm doing. He never said, hey, guys, I'm vaccinated, and I'm all clear to play. He yeah, just, he never- he's minding his business. He's like, hey, y'all don't got no rules. I ain't saying nothing. He's just going to keep it moving. I'm going to kick it with y'all and be in this huddle with no vaccination cooling. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, is it is it fucking moral? No, it's some bullshit. I'm fucking sitting around you, you spitting in my face in the huddle with your fucking COVID ass breath. That's not fucking moral, but it's not against <laughs> the rules. COVID breath. <laughs> not against the rules. Now that's it. That's that's just how you look at it. So people just be reaching. Yo, this is the fucking era of the reach. Like the reach is ridiculous. Like, yo. Some things, yo, I don't give a fuck how much you love these players. I don't give a fuck how much you love these rappers. I don't give a fuck. Or these actors or whatever. These motherfuckers as humans. They do dumb shit, yo. Everything they do is not God's work. So they do some dumb shit. You could call them on it. That's it. That's all it is to it. Or be like me and Dan and not give a fuck. Because these motherfuckers don't pay not a bill in my house. We are just basically stating the other side of what other people be saying, you know, people be saying all this crazy shit like, oh, this is racist, oh, this is crazy, oh, I don't believe this shit, and we're just trying to fucking get some logic, like, how? Just just yeah. explain how, how? Give us some fucking facts, don't just start spurring, the thing about me and Dan is we don't just, people just start spewing out shit and just think we're gonna fucking nod and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds about right, yeah. no, motherfucker, we need some rhyme and reason to all the shit that y'all be saying. Yeah, I need some type of semblance of sense. Like, you're just not gonna tell me, "Oh, this is racist," or "This is this is bad." I'm like, explain, like, like how, <laughs> like what made yeah. it that way. Like, I just, I just can't jump on anybody's bandwagon just to be jumping on somebody's bandwagon. Like, you present a good, you present a good case. I'm like, you know what? And I still might not agree with you. I might just be like, you know what? You got a point, but I'm, I'm still not gonna just be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Let's go. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't roll like that. Yeah, if I see it, I see it. Like, like you said, if I see your point, I'm like, I didn't even look at it like that. That makes that makes a lot of sense. But people just be spewing out shit. Oh my god, the people just be spewing out fuckery. Yo, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> they just be on it, man. That's all. People just be wanting to. Everything is about the um, 
everything's about the big impact. So everybody just wants to have the big impact, say the big thing, do the big thing to get all the um, attention for the moment. That's yeah. all that is, man. You know who's getting a whole lot of attention is these damn um, owners and these organizations with all these um, racist emails and uh, what's it called? It like inappropriate workplace emails and all this random stuff, which is a lot of stuff we've been known is going on, especially in sports. We've known yeah. for years that some of these owners are extremely racist. <laughs> And they do racist stuff, say racist stuff, and they that's just who they are ingrained from, I guess, either how they were raised or once they got their money. Whatever the reason is, they are the way they are. The way the media is making it seem like, oh, my God, where did this come from? This is so new. This is so different. I'm like, nah, that shit been going on. What it is is people just, it's some people getting into into some positions who are of color or who are of some type of some type of um, moral standards, and they're like, "Wait a minute, what? Oh, nah, forward, send. <laughs> Let me release this right quick. Screenshot. Yeah, I think that's what's really going on. It's just it's some people with some high morals and standards getting into some higher positions, and there's some people of color who are, are in positions, and the emails coming across, or they get wind of the email. They're like, "Wait a minute, nah, I can't let this ride." I can't let this ride just off GP. I gotta, I gotta get this out to somebody so they can uh, put a stop to this. You're right. I agree. Uh, and and uh, I think what happened was, uh, I think John Gruden used that motherfucker for a scapegoat. They was like, this. They want us to believe that that's the only motherfucker that was saying some racist shit. The motherfucker wasn't even on the team when he was saying racist shit. So you can imagine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what racist? Well, first of all, so so nobody knew that the owners were racist while Kaepernick was trying to do all his shit. Nobody knew when they were just like, "We just not gonna, we're not gonna fuck. We're gonna, we're gonna say that he's not good enough to be on an NFL team when he had been at Super Bowl a couple of years prior." So we're gonna act like that. We didn't know that the owners were racist. Thirty-two motherfucking teams. He wasn't good enough to be on none of them. Now again, if you don't want somebody on your team, that's your team. But to make it seem like he wasn't good enough to even be a backup was fucking okay. All right, so we already know they're racist in that part. Um, we already knew owners were racist from multiple other shit that's been going down in the fucking NFL. And to have what they said they had ten thousand emails, some fucking wild ass. Thousand, like, Dude, I don't even like, read the fifty emails I be having. I be deleting them shit. So for them to have ten thousand, somebody to have read them and then. Saved them and put them aside. Like, yeah, nope, we gonna put this to the side. Nope, we gonna put ten thousand or something. It was something like that. I, 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 I might be, I might be embellishing, but I'm almost it was positive. Ridiculous like that. Was something like ten thousand emails, and what the ones they found was John Gruden's name. Like it was nobody else saying racist shit. First of all, we already knew they were doing racist shit because if I'm not mistaken, the reason that they changed it, well, they changed the name to the Washington Football Team. Obviously, they had there was some issues going on with that. Obviously, the the, the word "rescue" Redskins was offensive, and as it should have been taken off, that was that was obviously what they did that year under the radar. Or maybe people don't remember is that they did hire a black president, which never was in the com- in the company before. Um, so they were just trying to fucking they were trying to get ahead of this shit. We ain't gonna call this fucking shit Redskins no more. We gonna fucking get black people up in here. We, cause we know we done fuck, we done fucked up. And they tried to get ahead of it and it wasn't enough. And they was like, we gotta fucking, somebody's gotta go down for this. 
They looked around the room. They seen John Gruden on TV. They was like, that motherfucker right there got to go down. So, yeah, he took the phone. And then they was just like, you know what? We're not going to give out no more emails. Nobody else will get in trouble for this uh, because it's not right. We want to protect people. But they ain't protect John Gruden. They was like, John Gruden races and a misogynist and this fucking bastard right here. They just, oh, man, they, they scapegoated him. So. They scapegoated the hell out of that dude. And he was saying um, homophobic stuff. So, like, he just really got the brunt of it. But now it seems like people who, people who did have emails and were holding on to them, once that got released, they was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's on now. Let's release all these because the, the Phoenix Suns have something going on now. Um, oh, yeah. It's like three, four teams in different um, sports, major league sports that all have emails and things being released now. So it just took that one and somebody actually got dealt with. So they was like, ah, yes, I can uh, I can forward all these emails to my cousin who works at the news station in this little <laughs> town. Because that, 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 that's the only thing I could see. Somebody released them joints to somebody they knew who worked in the media someplace. It was like, yo, I got something for you. Just uh, just look out for me because I'm probably going to lose my job behind this. So <laughs> just look out for me. Give me a job in the mail room or something. I got the hot, I got the hot uh, off the press emails for you. It, 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 and it's kind of crazy because you know motherfuckers are dumb because using emails saying, ah, fuck these bitches and fuck these niggas, just writing emails like none of this shit was going to come back up. Like, you know it's some old fucking 70-year-old man that is hyped that he got an email address and he's just going back and forth. He don't understand emails. He's like, I can just type anything in this email thing. (laughs) He don't even realize it. No, you know what he did? He deleted it on his side thinking that nobody else got it, you know? (laughs) Probably so. Yeah. I send it out and I delete it on my side. That means it's gone forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And and fucking, he done wrote a whole bunch of shit about niggas and these motherfucking niggas and these motherfucking bitches. And he just was going off and just talking and talking and just, oh, he probably wrote a whole two-page novel about how he hate motherfucking niggas and bitches and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And but then deleted it on his end and was like, I'm good to go. Yeah, Fuck them niggas. Send and, and then hit delete. It was like, yep, it's gone forever. <laughs> it's gone. So that's exactly what happened. And now motherfuckers is being outed. But it's not, you know, whenever I see these stories, I'm never like, <gasps> I'm just like, oh, work. are finally catching up. Oh, okay. No problem. Yeah. And that's the way I be thinking too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, now now you see it. So all this other time when we were saying it, we was we were uh, we were we were were sensitive. We were using the black card. We were all these other things when we was telling it to you. Now that you see it for yourself, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're sorry. We'll fix it. We'll fire him. What about the people around him? Because he wasn't talking to himself. you, You fired him, but he wasn't talking to himself. And none of those other people around him never said anything. They never was like, hey, listen, man, at least send an email back. Like, look, you're getting a little out of control. Like, dude, you need to chill. Nope. <laughs> they were just getting the emails and probably LOLing and liking and all type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, them motherfuckers was over writing, writing back like, yeah, fuck them motherfuckers. That's exactly what the hell he was. And you know him. He was deleting them shits too. Like, I don't want them shit. I don't want nobody to see my shit. And these motherfuckers are probably the ones getting caught up. He was like, how the fuck did I get caught? I don't want, I deleted all the shit from my side. Mm. Fucking idiots, yo. Idiots, but at the end of the day, never surprised. Just, just to 
just a crazy. But you, but you remember, um, remember when Isaiah Thomas and uh, Marbury, all of them got caught up with the same thing when he when they was um when they was at the Knicks, but they was they weren't doing emails. They were literally like in the office <laughs> harassing the chick and had in the in the in the limo and all type of wild, wild stuff. But oh, it was, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. same thing. They were doing stuff. Didn't think nobody was paying attention. Didn't think anybody was going to pick up on it and follow through on it. And when it all hit the fan, every, everybody got the everybody got the show then. Well, Stephon like, got, the, got, the, got the worst of it. Like, he ended up all type of wild stuff was going on with him. And Isaiah Thomas just slid to the left like, yeah, nah, it was him. You know, I was just, I was just up here. Running the running the team, and he was coming ahead with all these women and slapping bitches on the ass. It wasn't me. <laughs> that's, that's why when you have conversations with sketchy ass motherfuckers, you gotta have that conversation in person. Pat that motherfucker down. <laughs> you can't allow phones in the room, and you, then you can talk. Like you gotta pat a motherfucker down. You damn near gotta have you damn near gotta have conversation in your, your in your drawers and a t shirt. That's it. That's all. <laughs> You nah, the comedy shows. You got to tell them, hey, put your phone in the bag and lock the bag up and leave it outside the room. Hell yes, son. That's how you got to have conversations these days because at the end of the day, you don't know mother- motherfuckers are trying to set motherfuckers up for the future. That's what it is. Yeah. You can have a conversation today, that shit won't come up for fucking seven years. And all of a sudden, six years later, six years later, you blow up on that seventh year and you're going to hear a conversation that you done fucking had with somebody and you're going to be like, what the Fuck, I was having this conversation. We was having this shit in a cave on fucking camping trip. How the fuck did you take me? Why did you take me? And then all of a sudden, they're talking about they're going to sue you for some shit that you said in a cave on a camping trip with the kids. And you probably was just talking about some regular shit, and then they just blackmailing your ass. That's how it is today. Like, no, everybody's doing the shit. That's why you got to be careful on your circle. You got to be careful on the people that you speak to. You gotta be careful on shit you say, because even if shit be out of context, you damn they gotta take yourself. Because if they tape you and only play a certain part, then all of a sudden you get in trouble, and you be like, "That's not what I said." So you know, it's crazy. Like that's not even a whole conversation. Like it was a whole another thirty <laughs> minutes to that conversation. Why we only playing two minutes? Exactly. You be like, you all playing basketball, and then all of a sudden we run around and I slapped him on the ass, and then and you know we ran up the court, and then I shot the ball and I slapped him on the ass because he made a good play, and then all of a sudden, all the only part that they say is we were playing slapped on the ass, and you be like, what the fuck? I said we were playing basketball. What the hell? What is it? And then all of a sudden now you in trouble with all of these motherfucking shit. You got to explain yourself. It's just. You gotta be careful out here these days. That's all we're trying to say. Oh yeah, you definitely gotta be. Um, you gotta be careful because be everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart, and everybody is out to kind of like promote themselves and get themselves either above water or to build a get out of jail free card. Oh yeah. So when you living in when you living in those type of circles and those type of environments where um. You got multiple people around and everybody's making money and everybody's trying to climb this corporate ladder or this investment ladder or whatever it may be. You got people who you got to be mindful of because you never know what they got planned, what they might be trying to set up. So you just got to stay, you got to stay on your your, um, toes, man. Hell yeah. Stay with the same people you try to stay with the same people you grew up with. 
stay, stay with your family. I mean, not, you know, all, not all family is real family, but sure. try to stick to the people that you know, people that you, you trust, you know, and people be trying to make people be the thing that, you know, is back in the day, like my mom and I, you know, our families back in the day, when you would say something like you would meet somebody and then all of a sudden, like two months later, they coming around and you'd be like, this is my friend. And you if, if your family, like my family, they would be like, that, that's not your friend. That's your associate. Oh, yeah. You know? And I, I had to learn that. I'm like, associate? No, the fuck? That's my friend. What the fuck are you talking about? So this nigga don't work at the fucking supermarket. This is a fucking, <laughs> this is my friend. It's not associate. This is my friend. This is my people. And then all of a sudden I had to understand that because I had, you know, obviously Dan and, and Lee and Chris and, and Frank, all, all these other people, like Rodney, all, all of those are our friends. Like those are my friends from fucking forever since we were kids. But I had to learn that word associate. And if your parents are like mine, they would teach you that word associate because those people are in and out of your life. Those people are going to be there. And all of a sudden you ain't even going to speak to them no more. And there's not nothing maybe they did wrong. It's just like, yo, just passing ships. We're, oh, you in my life right now? Oh, you're not. That's it. So, uh, yeah, you just got to stick. Keep your circle tight. Keep that circle. Keep your keep your circle tight, and leave the mother folks alone. Yeah. Like you said, excuse me. Like you said, I'm associates, man. People, they're just there for the moment. They're just there moment. for the year. Like I don't care how cool they are. Just sometimes people ain't really your friends. They just kind of it's in your life for for a few moments for you to kick it with. Yep. Yep, and ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, we're all going through this life thing together. Ain't nothing wrong with having associates here and there, but you got to separate them between your true friends. Definitely. So, yo, um, are we are we tired of Kanye? Matter of fact, we did a story about Kanye before, and we said we were tired of Kanye. Are we tired of him again? Because I was kind of I was kind of getting back on the Kanye bad wagon. I was kind of rocking with Kanye again, and now over the last what month and a half, I'm like, man. I'm tired of Kanye again. <laughs> like, like I'm done with homie again. He's doing all this uh, haircut I stuff. Never, <laughs> I never get fooled by that guy. He don't fool me no more, son. My, my fucking Kanye fooled you days is over. It's been, it's been over for at least three years now. But, you know, I, but I'm, go ahead, go ahead, man. Yeah, but I was only rolling with him. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, Kanye, Kanye. He back to making music. He back to being quiet and chilling, like. I'm gonna I'm 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 get back on the Kanye Kanye bandwagon. Here he go with the haircut. Here he go just doing random stuff. With, uh, mm-hmm. He was on was on Drink Champs. He was like, "Oh yeah, I told I had all these people in the group chat. I told them I'm worth more than all of them put together." He's doing all type of just random stuff. It is like, dude, like you just put out right. an album, and you should did all of this when you was putting out the album. <laughs> like, why are you doing it now? Once the album's out and the kind of buzz, maybe because the buzz is wearing off. Yep. But I yep. think I'm back to I think I'm back to being done with this dude. He didn't change his name to just straight yay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think I think I'm done with this dude again. Nah, I, I, he ne- yo never fools me anymore, son. Never, son. Never. I didn't. I don't even. You know. And again, if you if people I and I don't shame it's just like the vaccination shit. I don't shame anybody if you're a Kanye fan. Cause at the end of the day, people like whoever you like, and that's cool with me. But me. Me, myself, I don't fuck with that guy, yo. I don't fuck with him, and it's cool. Like, I fuck with the old day. I listen, still listen to his old music. But anything from, uh, let's say, 2016, probably, and fucking beyond, I cannot, I don't, like, I just don't. Uh, 
this guy has the, the thing about him is I I don't fuck with him because I don't like people with agendas. Mm, I don't true. with agendas. True that. I see that. He has an agenda on every single thing. And if you listen to J. Cole, I mean, obviously J. Cole says it in almost all his songs when he's talking about gay. But this, that when, when, you, when you really think about it, Kanye has an agenda on every single thing. And there's, no, again, he's a businessman. He's supposed to be making money. He makes a lot of it. He's successful. I'm pretty sure he don't give a fuck about if I think he's great or not because I am just one individual and he should not give a fuck. But I can have an opinion about how I feel about him and I do not fuck with people that have agendas. He is a, an agenda person. He is someone to come around and you think this motherfucker is here for Thanksgiving, right? You think, oh, let's invite Kanye over for Thanksgiving. He comes over, everything is all good. He's even having small talk. You're like, I fuck with this guy. See, y'all talk about Kanye, ain't, ain't shit. And then all of a sudden, you go and he fucking steals like a half your shit in your fucking house. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I gave this motherfucker a chance and, and now I don't even see my diamond ring and he fucking do all this. Yo, he's that type of shit. He's the type to have an agenda. And I'm using steal as in like, he just makes his way into the house and then he takes something like you think he's cool, but then all of a sudden he does something shifty. I, obviously, I don't think Kanye steals, but when I'm, that's my example is just, he has an agenda for everything. When he went on that drink champ, that shit was for, everything he said was for shock, shock for value. For yeah. shock value. Hey, that Big Sean ain't shit fucking views like this. And, I'm, and that shit was great. First of all, love Nori. Love, 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 love Nori. Love drink champs. I, have, I am happy for them because obviously that's probably one of their largest, you know, it's going to be one of their greatest uh, interviews. Oh, yeah, definitely. By far. But Kanye know what he's doing? Everything he was saying was for shock value. Who, who goes on an interview and says all of these great rappers that people love and say, hey, I'm fucking richer than all of y'all. Who, who does that? Who Like, why? Why? What, what was the point? What was the, what was the purpose? Yeah, then he accused Just Blaze of copying his style. Yeah, he was just <laughs> he was just saying random stuff. Random shit, son. Random shit. The moon is fucking green, and I know it is. Fuck what you heard. I'm, I'm saying it's green because I say so. That's that's the kind of shit he said just for nothing. What are you saying? He just he's the person that comes into the room and just be like, just say some wild shit like. Ah, uh, my balls is bigger than everybody in here, and just walk out, and you'd be like, "What was that about?" And nobody even cares. Why would he say that shit? Like, I don't, like he's that kind of person. Just we all knew that shit from slavery was a choice. Soon as he said that shit, it was over. And he figured if I say wild shit, people are going to fucking gravitate to my wild shit. Yeah. And you want that clickbait. And, and, and I am going to be clickbait. And I am the man of the hour. So the more random fucking wild shit that I say, the better. And that's why he does it. And and it's, it works, but I don't feed into it. Yeah, it works. Because that dude stay getting some type of uh, notoriety or some type of um, 10, 15 minutes on all type of media outlets explaining his foolishness and trying to make sense out of it. And it's always people trying to make sense out of it. But hey, Kanye was a doing such and such interview, he said this, like, do you get it? And everybody was like, yeah, nah, Kanye, I don't get Kanye. I don't see what Kanye talking about. So it's always, nah. like you said, he got a, He has an agenda. He knows what he's doing. He knows why he's doing it. Yeah. And to him, it makes perfect sense. And then 
and the outcome is going to be what he wants. But yeah, I'm like, I'm over that dude again. Like I can't keep like, yeah, dude, I'm over you. I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like you bounced back or like you was about some business again, but nah, I see you're still on your foolishness. Nah, he, he's a, he is a media scammer. <laughs> media scammer. Exactly what he is. He's a media. He's in the media. He's a scammer. That's exactly what he is. If you, if you, that's what I would I would say he is a media scammer. He is someone to hold the media hostage because he knows that he's a he's a public figure, right? He and so he knows weight. anything I fucking say if it's wild and crazy, people are going to be like, "Oh, look! You heard what Kanye said?" It literally like if Drake was that Drake is at that same level, right? If Drake was to come out of nowhere and just start saying crazy wild shit, people would be like, what the fuck? But we would gravitate to all the crazy shit that Drake says. Yeah. Because on that type of level. But Drake doesn't do it because Drake is sane. Kanye does it because he knows he can get away with it. Yeah. And at this point, I don't wanna um I don't want to uh, diminish his uh, mental illness and his mental illness issues, but sometimes I feel as though he knows he has that stigma and he uses it to his advantage. But I agree with you. Again, nothing, nothing against his mental illness. Cause, you know, I ain't never seen none of no paperwork, and nor do I need to. So you know, if he says he has mental uh, issues and he is dealing with it, that's phenomenal. He should, as he should, as anyone should when they have uh, when they have uh, issues and uh, with mental health. I encourage people to take care of that stuff and whatever you got to do to seek help, of course. But I, I truly believe that, and again, who gives a fuck what I believe, but I'm going to express it because this is America. So I truly believe that he uses it to his advantage. I believe that he 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 knows how to work this media shit, and that is something that if I go too far off the rails, I can say that yeah. I can. It, it does not matter because if I go too far off the rails, if I say some shit like slavery is a choice, I can easily hey, come on now, you know you got mental health issues. Oh yeah, we got to excuse all the crazy shit that he says. You, you're absolutely correct. That's good. Whatever you want to say. Well, who doesn't really matter? Fuck black people. Yeah, well, yeah, he's mental health. That's all. That's fine. Yeah, that's the way I'm that's the way I've looked at him for a while and that's just the way it seems. Like he just I really think he uses it. Excuse me, to his advantage like, yeah, I'm going to say this, say this and if, like you said, if it comes back to me, eh. I'll just say I didn't take my meds. I'll just say, you know, hey, I was just, I was on one or I wasn't feeling too right or whatever, whatever the case may be. But that dude is hilarious, man. And he's, I'm not uh, with that dude. Yep. Yeah. Well, can't can't do with him well, Yeah, he, he's finished. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. On a sadder note, let's talk about uh, Henry Ruggs for a sec. Yeah. So, from... From what I've heard, he's a good kid. He's 22. They say he's never been in trouble. He's always been a good kid, like always been about his playing football and succeeding at football and all of that. <clears throat> and then on this tra- this tragic night, he was driving drunk, and he crashed into this uh, lady and killed her, killed her and her dog. Yeah. My biggest thing about that is where were you 
going. Like I don't know the roads in Vegas. I never really, I never been to Vegas. <clears throat> Excuse me, but this dude was doing a hundred and fifty-two. I think they said. Yeah, fifty-two or fifty-seven. Not, not 52 that that would make or fifty-seven. A yeah, he was doing like one hundred fifty-two, one hundred fifty-seven, and then he slowed down. I guess he realized he was coming up on her. I guess I don't know if she cut in front of him, but he slowed down to one twenty-four. And he he's healthy. Like they, I think they say he had what like a couple of fractures and some bruises. Yeah. But he's healthy. And it's just like, yo, dude, like, where were you coming from? It's just so many questions that I'm pretty sure law enforcement has already inquired about and worked on or whatever. But man, 152, 157 miles per hour you were traveling at? Like I don't know, you've been to Vegas multiple times. Are the roads that open where you could just do that and potentially get into a wreck? So I I don't know. I don't, I've been to, uh, I just came from Vegas. I've been to Vegas probably 10 times in my life. Um, and he was literally, uh, again, I, I did not see, he was not on the, there's a highway. I think it's 15 and actually 15 will take you all the way to Cali. Um, and that's the highway that's literally, that's the highway, that's crazy because that's the highway that's right behind um, Las Vegas Boulevard. And then you would get on that if you're trying to get from one part of the strip to the other quicker. You know, you wouldn't really take the strip because the strip got lights. Everybody's on there. People walking around. Motherfuckers are drunk walking gotcha. around and shit. Okay. You wouldn't really, you wouldn't really be on the strip. to if you was trying to get to one end of Vegas, on uh, one end of the strip to the other, you would take the, you would take the, what you call them, you would take that highway, you know, go on the back way and then, you know, get back on the strip. Get back around. Yes, yes. What I saw, it looked like he, now I'm not, I don't want to say he was on Las Vegas Boulevard, but what I saw that he was definitely on a residential street. No matter how you slice it, he was on a residential street because there was buildings and stuff like that that were literally, I think they did the filming of the, the, the young lady uh, passing away in the car. Uh, they did that from like a, like, Right from the sidewalk. Jeez. Mm. Uh, so he was on a street. Now the questions I have, and I explained, I had this conversation as well. The questions I have is like, first and foremost, before we even get to the accident, like the the thing that I, I I've been saying this for a long time. When as soon as I found out that uh, Vegas, like Raiders were going to Vegas, and this now this is just this is going back to before Henry Ruggs' accident. This is just going to the thought process that I have when you're talking about putting the team in Vegas. Now, when you put a team in Vegas, that's great. Great for the fucking locals. It gives them revenue, all of that stuff. And I'm not saying that there's alcohol, there isn't alcohol or trouble in any other place. But I did have this conversation. When you put a stadium in Vegas, Sin City, people literally go to Vegas to fucking lose it. Like, be faithful to your wife, all year round. But for those five days you go in Vegas, you might fucking lose your mind. And what happens in Vegas, everybody knows, stays in <laughs> Vegas, right? This is fucking grown-ass adults, right? These are grown-ass adults making dumb mistakes when they go to Vegas. Yeah. So when you put 21 and 22-year-olds in Vegas for an entire, for their, for pretty much the entire time, because... Uh, uh, football season is from like August all the way up until January if you're fucking lucky. 
You're talking about 22, 21-year-olds in Las Vegas all the time. With, with real disposable income. Yeah, that's what I say too. With with millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. They have nothing other to do other than go to practice, fuck bitches, and go to clubs. That's it. Mm. All these kids know. And they, like you said, a wealth of income. They're 21, straight out of college, straight, straight, just young. They're kids. They, they're kids at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Are you telling them to go to a place that when everybody else goes to a place that makes same decisions on a regular day, when they go there, they lose their mind, and you're telling them they got to stay there and fucking be and be on tip top and be regular all the time in this fucking crazy ass place. When I go to Vegas, I love that place because you literally. You literally, whatever you can think of in your brain to do, you just fucking do it. it, it you want to fucking skydive? You want to go on a helicopter? You want to go on the fucking Eiffel Tower? You want to do this shit? You want to do that? Whatever you can think of in your brain, if you have the money, you can do it. Mm. So you're talking about people that have, like you said, just boatloads of money. 21-year-old. Hey, be responsible, 21-year-old kid with a lot of money. Don't do anything crazy. So I said that to say, the thing is, he left, he must have, I'm sure, they never really said where he left from. I would assume a club, I would assume something, right? Because he was speeding and going crazy, he was drunk, he was obviously... So he was twice the legal limit. Twice the legal limit, and at that age, you, I mean, people can hold their liquor, but I don't, I'm not sure that Henry Ruggs can hold his liquor because motherfucker's an athlete, and he's not drinking every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at it from those angles. Like, if you're twice the limit, right? You're an athlete. You don't drink every day because you can't be an athlete and drink every single day. It's just, it's not feasible. This ain't the 80s where motherfuckers are smoking crack on the, on the, on the fucking field and doing blunts right before the game. These motherfuckers are in tip-top shape. Not to say that they're not doing that shit on occasion, but not all the time. Like, yeah, no, I don't think it's going on all the time. So, yeah, yeah him being that drunk, and he had to be coming from a club, coming from... Maybe a homie's house, maybe a party. I don't know. But the fact that she was on a residential or on a street where there's possibly multiple vehicles, you were doing 157 miles per hour. And I don't huh. think people realize how fast that is. Like, like when I'm, if I'm someplace and I'm doing on a highway and I'm doing like 90, I got both hands on the steering wheel like, yo, this car is starting to shake a little bit. Like I'm doing 90, 100. The car is shaking a little bit. This dude was doing 157. I I go travel. Jeez. I'm I'm doing a buck. No, not to say that I'm supposed to, but I'm literally have been doing 100 plenty of times. Plenty. Right? Not to say that that's right. I am definitely wrong for doing that. You know, I'm wrong for that, but I'm not drunk when I'm doing it. So, but that doesn't make it right. But, Plenty of times doing 100, going to other states, all that stuff like that. Got my fucking ways on. Police reported ahead. All that other shit, right? I couldn't even imagine doing another 60 miles. I couldn't even imagine. Not at all. I I could not even. And I'm talking about on a highway. I could not even imagine doing another 60 miles on a fucking highway. I couldn't imagine. On a fucking open road, I couldn't even imagine. So he was fucking literally doing one 60 on a street. The crazy part about thing that I believe she was stopped. She wasn't even driving. Mm. 
And what happened was he ran so far, so hard into her that it ignited the gas tank. Yeah, because he hit her from he hit her from behind, so he he probably destroyed the gas tank. That joint yeah. had no choice but to combust. And somebody there was a guy there because I seen his interview too, and he was trying desperately, like he seen what happened, ran over to the young lady, the door, you know. They popped, got the door open. They tried to get the young lady out, but the seatbelt had, she had a seatbelt on and she was still breathing. And they tried to get the seatbelt off, but the fucking car was so much inflamed. They yeah, couldn't so get the smoke seat. and everything. Yeah, I heard that part. Jeez. And she, they had to, they, they had to leave the young lady while she was breathing in the car. They had to let her go. And then all of a sudden, if you watch the video, and it's a horrific video. Uh, you just see the car in flame, and just to think when you hear the story and then you watch the video, it's like somebody was lady, in there, like holy cow, as an actual person in that car yeah. right now. Yeah, that's jeez. And it's uh, it's tragic. It's tragic for uh, multiple reasons, and I don't. It's it's tragic for the the lady's family, for the obviously for the for the lady. Um, the dog died. I'm like, God damn, dog died. And um. It's, it's tragic, and, and I'm not just going to say it's tragic for her. It's tragic for him. He's a kid. This is it. You ruined your life over a night. Yeah. Over a the night. And something you, that probably could have been prevented. Multiple. It's multiple things that could have prevented it happening. And what makes me like you, you've lived a, a good, clean life. And he may have done some other things and just never got caught, but you lived a good, clean life. And then this one decision has t- stripped you of everything. Everything. It, it's crazy because he was in, you know, when I was, when I was listening to the story, I'm like, wait a minute, he's in Vegas. Why the fuck is he not? Call-? Yo, you don't got to be a millionaire to call Uber. You don't got to be a millionaire to call Lyft. Right. Nope. But he's a, right. So he can call all of those things. Plus he works for the Raiders, yo. Yeah, you could have called the organization and been like, look, man, I've been out here drinking. I need you, somebody, to come get me. This is what I'm saying, son. This is That's what drives me up the fucking wall. Like, son, you're in Vegas. Even if he wasn't in Vegas. Son, he could have called anybody. Anyone, son. He could have called Vegas. Son, he would have called the Raiders. They would have picked him up in a limo, son. They would have yeah. picked him up. In, they would have picked him up in a helicopter if he asked. Yo, I need you to bring this helicopter over here and bring me home. Yeah. They like, no, Hold on one second. We got to get the helicopter. We'll go come get you in a second. And I think that's another thing about, um, and his girlfriend or wife or was in the car with him. But I think that's another, another thing where we were talking about your friends and associates. Like you need to have that when you're at that level, you need to have that friend with you where they come with you. Like, yo, you can come, you can hang out, but you can't drink. You can't smoke. You can't do anything tonight. Tonight is my night. You just with me. That way, when it's all said and done, you you get me home safe and yeah. sound. Son, the job when you go out, and I, you know, obviously we're not kids anymore. We don't hit the clubs like we used to. Have we been messed up and driven home? Of course, we was you know, and of course. So we're not talking like we have no idea. We're not judging, but you you have to look at it like, come on now, that judgment of of doing one sixty on the on a on a street, and I'm not. Putting it, this guy is going through a whole hell of a lot right now. So I'm not, you know, putting any more on it. It's just when you're a kid, you don't think of these things. You, when you're a kid, yeah. you're out. When you're in your twenties, you don't you think, think about you, stuff like that. 
You know how many times me and you been out? We just go. We was eating more. Nothing. <laughs> Doing dumb shit. Of course. So we're not acting like we better than this guy, but you have to be like when you are at that level, you have to. He, and he's a kid, so obviously he wasn't. But come on now, there's a lot of people depending on you. Yeah. You got to consider so, so much more. It's so much on you. You have to consider so much more because of the level you at. And yes. I don't know if he, if he considered it. I don't know if him and the girl had a conversation or discussion about it previous, prior to him getting in the car. I don't know if it was like some, nah, let me drive. He was like, no, you ain't driving. I don't know what all happened before he got behind that wheel. The only thing yeah. that I can say is, it's tragic and sad that that young lady lost her life. It's tragic and sad that one decision has ruined him and is, and it could have been avoided. It wasn't. And now he has to deal with the consequences of his actions. And, and it could be between 10 years and 50 years of his life. And yeah, that thing is horrible, man. It's rough. You got the motherfucker, if the motherfuckers, if you know they are finished, if I was, the, if it was ever a time where I'm like, oh, this nigga Daniel can't drive, man, fuck all that shit, man. And you're like, nah, fuck that, I'm driving, I'm fucking drunk, and I'm driving, and nah, we gotta go, we gonna have to take, we, I need 10, I need 10 minutes with you, because you're not driving home, son, you're just gonna have to go through me, I'm gonna fuck up in that your car. Like, yeah. that's a, that's a fucking person that cares about you, they don't wanna see you, like, if you at the point where it's over, like, you, the motherfuckers stumbling to the car, you you know some shit, they doing some crazy shit, even when you're in the car. Son, if you was, at, we've been in the car, messed up plenty of If I ever seen you drive fucking 120, and we trying to get home, son, I'd be like, nah, son, pull over, son, pull over. Then you would do the same with me. Yeah. Like, it's just something that you're doing this, you just want to see, you want to see yourself get home, and you want to see the person that you care about get the fuck home, because Yo, we've all been in our 20s. We've all been done dumb ass shit. Yes, of course. I've plenty of dumb shit. But you've got it. When it comes to these type of situations, you got to, you have to. You have to. You have to. You got to look out for your people. And you got to, I don't know, man. That's just son, messed up. Motherfucker was in Vegas, son. The Raiders would have airlifted the, wherever the club they would have airlifted the club up and brought the club back to his house <laughs> he was in Vegas son. and again this is not to make light of this uh, somebody lost their life a dog lost his life whatever but it's just come on now come on but this is just one of those things this is a life lesson it's an unfortunate life lesson that he he and that family that the lady lost, they will never forget that one night. They will never forget this night. It's, it's tragic. It's terrible. Yeah, and I'm more than sure it'll be some 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 of the younger players around the league are going to be like, yo, I need to chill. Because they're probably doing some of the same foolishness. And so they're probably going to be like, yo, I need to chill. Like, this is not <laughs> – I can't – I don't want to – I don't want to go out like that. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to kill somebody. So there's gonna be a lot of young players that's gonna be like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm falling back. Like I'm not about to, I'm not about to do this right here. Sort of like, um, remember when the dude from the Charlotte Hornets they was racing and the dude, dude died in a car accident back in the day. Yeah. After that, a lot of the players was like, nah, I'm turning my sports car in. Like I'm gonna get me a little luxury car, 
I'm not doing the sports car thing anymore because I'm not trying to die. Like I was racing so and so last week, and the same thing could have happened to me. So it'll be a it'll be a learning lesson for a whole lot of people, and hopefully, um, less things like this will happen, and it'll turn the corner. Maybe it'll save somebody's. It'll save a couple people's lives who are already doing reckless stuff. It'll be something that hit them and be like, yeah. It's time to chill out. It's time for me to focus on supporting my family so. and my career. That's all you can pray for. At the end of the day, if somebody learns from this, that's all you can ask for. That's it. Oh, man. Well, shit, my guy got one dumb. We'll be back on it on a regular. We was doing good. We was hitting it on a regular, and then kind of life happened. Not kind of, but life did happen. Other than, um, you know, me getting COVID, my mom passed, so... We kind of fell out the loop for a minute, but we back at it, back doing um, doing these shows, doing current events. We're gonna talk some politics probably next episode. Dibble dabble a little bit of everything, man. But we back at it, so we holler at y'all next time, man. Now Hell yeah, Dan, we back in the building. Love the support. We gonna flood y'all social medias so y'all can get back on us and check us out, man. Get yeah, uh, people, son. Thank you, everyone. Obviously, we appreciate everybody listening. Again, everything that we say is just opinion. You know, people don't even got to come at us and go crazy. It's just our opinion, two guys, just speaking what we feel. Um, you know, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we love you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it, folks. We up out of here. I'll let y'all next week. Peace.